This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And by ICOM. Heard it? Worked it? Logged it. Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information about ICOM radios. It's Ham Radio. Good evening, everyone. It's time for Ham Talk Live, episode number 286. The Hamsai Workshop in Huntsville, Alabama, recorded live on Thursday, January 20th, 2022. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Ham Talk Live. Tonight, we're joined by Dr. Nathaniel Versell, W2NAF. And we'll take your calls live in a few minutes. Uh, last week, I had to reschedule the show kind of uh, last last minute notice here. Um, we had uh, Keith, KR7RK from the 1010 International Net scheduled for that. And he was gracious enough to uh, reschedule that for next Thursday night. Uh, but you can listen to old episodes anytime at hamtalklive.com or on your favorite podcast app or on YouTube. And you can catch the rebroadcast of Ham Talk Live every Saturday afternoon at about 3.30 p.m. Eastern over on WTWW. That's 5085 on your AM dial. So uh, get your questions ready to go about Ham Psy tonight if you're listening to us live on Thursday night. You can give us a call later on in the show. Let me go ahead and give you the phone number so you'll have that ready to go. And that phone number is 859-982-7373. Again, the phone number, and we'll give that out several times tonight so you can have that ready to go. It's 859 Nine eight two seventy three seventy three. You can also tweet us. Uh, we'll be watching that uh, tonight. It's at Ham Talk Live on Twitter, and if you're logged into Spreaker, you can uh, type in the comments there. So I'll be back with uh, Nathaniel right after this word from Icom America right here on ham talk live didn't get everything on your holiday wish list now is the time to spice up your ham shack with icom's new id 52a handheld now shipping this radio is perfect for staying in or venturing out and working your favorite bands this winter season. The ID52A is now shipping. ICOM's newest handheld amateur radio is a VHF-UHF dual bander with D-Star and FM dual mode functions. This radio supports conventional FM communications and D-Star simplex, repeater, regional, and worldwide calls over the D-Star internet gateway. 
The ID-52A is the first handheld amateur radio with a full-color 2.3-inch waterfall display and the ability to send photos over D-Star with a connected Android device. Other features include wideband receiver with a guaranteed range of 144 to 148 and 440 to 450 MHz, VHF on both sides, UHF on both sides, one on each side, and dual DV mode, integrated GPS, including grid square location, a micro SD card, slot micro usb for data transfer programming and charging and it's ipx7 waterproof happy new year from icom visit icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information on icom radios your host neil rapp would tell you a chemistry joke but he probably wouldn't get a reaction now more ham talk live Welcome back to Ham Talk Live. Tonight, Dr. Nathaniel Frisell, W2NAF, joins us on the Orlando Amateur Radio Club and Hamcation Zoom line. Nathaniel is an assistant professor at the University of Scranton in physics, where he teaches digital signal processing, fundamental physics, and electromagnetics. He is the lead organizer of HamSci, a project that explores how amateur radio can help us understand more about the physics of the ionosphere. He completed his PhD in electrical engineering in 2016 over at Virginia Tech, where he worked uh, at the Super Darn HF Radar Lab and was the 2019 Dayton Hamvention Amateur of the Year. And he's been gracious enough to be with us uh, several times as things happen and You've got more happening again, Nathaniel. I do, Neil. Thank you. So you've got uh, got another workshop coming up. We'll talk about that here in just a second. But but first, uh, for those who may not be familiar with HamSci or, or forgot what HamSci is all about, why don't you uh, just remind everybody what it's about and how it all got started. Sure, Neil. So HamSci is the Ham Radio Science Citizen Investigation. And we're a group, uh, organization, a collective of both amateur radio operators and space scientists. And our goal is to both make improve amateur radio and further uh, ionospheric science by working together. And so we try to advance scientific research and understanding through amateur radio activities, we look to encourage the development of new technologies to support this research, and we look to provide educational opportunities for the amateur community and the general public. And so it's, it got started um, uh, back when I was in graduate school, around 2015. I was at Virginia Tech, and I saw some other students uh, who were working on, um, they were planning on studying the 2017 uh, solar eclipse. And... Um, I saw that. I said, I bet we can use amateur radio techniques to do this as well because I had started working with uh, some reverse beacon network data, and I said, I bet we can see the eclipse in the reverse beacon network data and whisper net data and things like that. So um, we created HamSci. We set up the 2017 solar eclipse QSO party, and we're still going today. Yeah, and you've been able to... Uh 
to study uh, some more phenomenon, and and that's uh, that's pretty cool. And you can do it all by radio, so uh, that's, that's even right. better. So, uh, so tell us about this these uh, workshops. Uh, you've you've had a few of those already, and the next one is coming up in March, and it's it's down in Rocket City, down in Huntsville, Alabama. So, um, what's coming up in the next workshop? Oh, that's great. Yes, yeah, so this is going to be the fifth annual HamSci workshop. So far, we've had two that have been in person. In the last two years, they've been virtual. And this year, we're going to try to make a hybrid workshop. And it's going to be um, in person at the U.S. Space and Rocket Center uh, down in Huntsville, Alabama. And <clears throat> we're going to have a theme called the Weather Connection. So a connection of uh, radio propagation to both space weather and terrestrial weather. And we're also going to have some uh, presence from uh, many of the NASA people down there too. So we're actually working with uh, many of the physicists at the NASA Marshall Space Flight Center to help make the uh, workshop a, a success. Yeah, I, I've been able to meet a couple of those people and, and one took me back to see their, their lunar observation um um, or lunar, let's see, lunar impact observatory is, is the name of it. And, uh, and the ham radio shack, which, which, which is pretty cool, by the way, if you haven't been there, uh, Nathaniel, you got to check it out. And mm. I, I understand it's a former, uh, hydrogen explosion testing building. Wow. And it's built like it. <laughs> I'm telling cool. you, it, it, you, you hide out in there, you're safe. Uh, yeah, but yeah. Uh, th- there's some cool stuff down there, and, and, and you know, you'll be able to find it real easily because just look for the rocket garden. Um, mm-hmm. You know, look up in the sky, you'll see this big rocket. That's where they're at, at the Space and Rocket Center. Used to take... Uh, classes there for field trips it's it's a very cool place and and yeah there's a lot of hams uh you know that work at nasa at uh, nasa's marshall space flight center and uh, so i i figured there was a connection there and and you know some overlap of of some of the things that uh that they're doing so so explain to people how they can attend so it sounds like you can either go down there or or you can be online so uh explain how people can attend the workshop this time all right so um yes there are two options so both in person and uh virtual and um to either way what you're going to do is you go to hamsci.org and there's a big banner right when you on the front page there that says uh, HamSci Workshop 2022, you can click on that, and that page will give you all of the information you need. Um, so we don't quite have the registration open yet. That will be opening very soon. But when that opens, if you want to attend in person, um, you can uh, register through the website. And if you need, if you're local, you can just register. If you're uh, from far away, you can register, and then you can uh, book the hotel. Um, the hotel is uh, right in the right next to where the workshop is going to be. Um, so that's one way. And if you want to attend virtually, uh, we will have a, a place online where you'll be able to 
on the website as well, where you'll be able to enter in your email address and you'll be able to get a Zoom link. And then on the day of the workshop, you'll be able to watch all of the talks and uh, there'll be some interaction that you'll be able to do as well. Ask questions through the chat, similar to our virtual workshop from last year. Okay. Well, that's, uh, that's great. You're offering both options. Uh, and, and that's a safe way to make sure that it, uh, it does go through because, uh, you know, the, the numbers are all crazy right now. And, and so yeah, I have know. to tell you, it is extremely <laughs> stressful. It is it's extremely <laughs> stressful trying to plan one of these things these days. Yeah. It wasn't like it, this when I started, but. Yeah, and, and you know, even even a month or two ago, it was like, well, you know, we should be okay as long as we do a few <laughs> things, and then you yeah, know, it all breaks I, loose again. So I I think it will work out all right. I think it will work out just fine, though. And I am I am glad we're doing the hybrid option because you know, um, it it will be. I I'm so looking forward to being in person and. And being able to um, say hello to people and see people face to face and all all of that, but I do understand that there are people who just can't make it, um, you know, for whatever reason. And so it is really nice that they'll be able to uh, watch and participate that way as well. Yeah, and I like that you're keeping the participation part in that. Uh, that's mm-hmm. uh, not always easy to do when you've got uh, both things going on at once. So that'll. That'll be a challenge, yeah, I, I'm sure, but, I, but that's, I think what, that's great. Yeah, I've, I've thought a lot about how to do that. Um, you know, when we had the, the virtual conference in the past, we've had a few, we've always had people designated to watch the Zoom chat and ask the questions. So I think what I'll do for, the, um, for this hybrid one is I'll actually have students with me or, or other volunteers that will be designated as Zoom monitors, and they'll actually be sitting in the workshop room watching the zoom chat and they'll be able to be the voice of the people online and ask the questions for them. Oh yeah. Good plan. Um, I, I remember taking a class or two online before online classes were a thing. And so they just, you know, threw me up on the, uh, on the projector screen and, and yeah, I would type to somebody in the class and they would say (laughs) whatever it was that, that I needed to say, and uh, and it worked. It, it worked well. So uh, I think yeah. it sounds like a like a good yeah. plan. Well, in addition to having people there and and watch and and participate in the workshop, um, you're also calling out for uh, presentations and and papers uh, for right. consideration. So tell us a little bit about that and the process of doing that. Right. So one of the very important parts of HamSci is to get the amateur radio community and the professional science community talking to each other and trying to share ideas. And one of the ways we do that is we invite um, people from both sides, both communities, to uh, give presentations about um, research that they've done. And so I, I know there are many amateurs out there who do say their own propagation research or their own their own research projects, um, maybe their even their own engineering projects that could be used for science. And um, if you're if you have a presentation that you are interested in giving at the Hamsai workshop, again you can go to hamsai.org. You can click on that 
uh, big meeting banner right on the front page there. And then on the meeting page, there's a big blue button that says Submit Abstract to HamSci Workshop. You just click that button, and then you fill out the information. And um, if you can do that by, say, like February 1st, um, then myself and our program committee, I have a few people that I'm working with, we will go through the abstracts and uh, we will figure out which ones will be uh, oral presentations. We'll figure out which ones are going to um, be maybe poster presentations and we'll put the whole program together. All right. Sounds great. So again, amsci.org and uh, you know, if you've got something to present, why but yeah. send send in the abstract and, and uh, they'll be in touch with I, you. And I should say too, for um, you know, for for really good presentations, um, there there is a certain amount of funding available to actually bring presenters to come in person to Alabama. So uh, if your presentation um, is selected by the committee, we might be able to provide you know. Of flights, hotels, and food for the whole workshop. Oh wow! So even yeah. more reason. I to, know. Uh, submit your abstract. You, you, <laughs> you can you can go and and not have to pay the whole bill. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's cool. the beauty of this. Uh, yeah, we, we got some NSF funding, National Science Foundation funding to support that, and so we are we are using that funding to try and bring in you know, presenters from both the science side and from the amateur side and, and to support that dialogue. Yeah. And, and those NF, NSF grants, if you're not in, in the science community like us, uh, <laughs> those NSF grants are, are kind of like the lifeblood of <laughs> research. <laughs> yeah. They keep things going. <laughs> they, they definitely do. So that's great that you uh, were able to score another one, yeah. uh, to, to keep this going all right well I, I we're gonna oh go ahead oh yeah and i uh don't know if we want to talk about it now but we should also say that we have some uh invited speakers some of whom are very well known um or oh, should sure. be well known to the amateur community so we should talk about them as well yeah go right ahead Let, let's see let's hear who you have coming already so we have we've got three invited speakers i do have to say you know um, some of them will probably be virtual. I think some of them will be in person, but we'll have to see as we get closer. But um, we have uh, Dr. Tamitha Scove, uh, who many of the people in this audience I'm sure will be familiar with. She's uh, WX6SWW, and she's going to be talking about uh, the ionospheric impacts of space weather. We also have uh, Mr. Jim Bacon, G3YLA, and he is... Um, a well-known retired meteorologist from the United Kingdom. Um, he was a, a recent recipient of the Radio Society of Great Britain Les Barclay Memorial Award, and he's going to be talking about uh, influences of terrestrial weather on radio propagation in the ionosphere. And finally, uh, we have a keynote speaker for the banquet on Friday night, Dr. Chen Peng Yang. Uh, he's the professor up at the University of Toronto, and he's actually a um, a science historian, and he wrote a book called uh, Probing the Sky with the Radio Waves from Wireless Technology to the Development of Atmospheric Science. And it's a very interesting book. I'm reading it right now, and it really talks about how uh, we learned 
um, about uh, ionospheric propagation and how that all turned into um, this whole field of radio science as we know it today. And he includes in his book the important roles that the amateur radio community has played in that development. This is very fascinating. Oh, that sounds like some uh, speakers that definitely line up with the theme here. So uh, it sounds like some, some, some great stuff. All right. Well, we're going to take a break here for a minute or two. Uh, but when we come back, we'll open up the phone lines and we'll check the tweets and uh, comments and all that stuff with uh, Dr. Nathan- uh, if I could talk with Dr. Nathaniel Frizzell, W2NAF, right after this word from Tower Electronics right here on Ham Talk Live. Jerry, what's up, man? I haven't seen you at Sunbucks in a while. I used to see you every morning getting coffee. What's up? Well, I can't afford Sunbucks five days a week anymore. I had to spend my money on PL259s. You know, those antenna projects I've been meaning to do. I had to do them before my HOA finds out I have antennas. That's too bad, Jerry. I miss seeing you and catching up over coffee. You should get your PL259s from Tower Electronics. They have great stuff. Jerry, you're back. Oh, QRM Heterodyne Frappuccino. That's a good choice. How's it going? Did you get all those antennas up before the HOA police showed up? Yeah, I got them all done. Thanks for telling me about Tower Electronics. Now I can have my coffee. I just saved a bunch of money on my PL259s by switching to Tower Electronics. Don't get caught without PL259s. Visit Tower Electronics online at pl-259.com or at a ham fest near you. Or give them a call at 920-435-2973. And be sure to pick up some power poles, adapters, and cables too. Join the conversation. Give us a call at 859-982-7373. Again, the number to call is 859-982-7373. Or, if you'd rather type than talk, tweet us at Ham Talk Live. Now, here's Neil Rapp with more Ham Talk Live. Ham Talk Live is on your side with traffic and weather together on the 8s. Well, maybe for this show, that should be space weather on, on the 8th. <laughs> yeah, Welcome great. back to Ham Talk Live. And uh, let's see, what do we have here on the Tower Electronic schedule? We have Fort Myers, Florida uh, coming up this weekend, the 21st and 22nd. January 29th, Arcadia, Florida. And then February 11th, 12th, and 13th, Orlando Hamcation. Then they'll be in Dalton, Georgia, and Cave City Ham Fest. Uh, but you can visit them online at pl-259.com. Ham Talk Live is on the air every Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, right here at hamtalklive.com. And be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And before we get back to Nathaniel, it's time for the joke of the week. 
Now it's time for the Ham Talk Live Ham Radio Joke of the Week, the part of the show where Rick tells us a ham radio joke. The Ham Talk Live Ham Radio Joke of the Week is brought to you by QRM Labs. Now, here's Rick Garrett in 9GSU with today's Ham Talk Live Joke of the Week. My wife said I was spending far too much time inside on the radios and wanted me to take up a new hobby, so she thought of astronomy and bought me a telescope. I told her I'd look into it. This has been the Ham Talk Live Ham Radio Joke of the Week with Rick Garrett in 9GSU. Tune in again next week for another joke from Rick. We had to put the science connection in there. (laughs) I like that joke. That was funny. Uh, well, you know, you know, you never trust an atom because <laughs> they make up everything. So, uh. yeah. all right. Well, yeah, it's time for your call. So get us out of this. <laughs> if you have a question <laughs> for Nathaniel W two N A F, give us a call at eight five nine. Nine eight two seventy three seventy three. Again, call right now eight five nine nine eight two seventy three seventy three. You can also tweet us. It's at Ham Talk Live. And again, if you're uh, logged into Spreaker, you can type in the comments. Uh, but if you're listening to us on WTWW or on the podcast edition, uh, you won't be able to reach us. We're doing this live on Thursday night. So uh, let's see. We, we were just talking about, uh, you know, the lifeblood of science, the National Science Foundation grants. Uh, let, let's talk a little bit about the grant that you had for the workshop. And then, of course, you you got a big one for your uh, for your research. Yeah, thanks. So, yeah, we have we got almost uh, almost $50,000 grant for the HamSci workshop and that all goes towards supporting um uh you know the facilities and uh helps to uh bring in uh speakers. So, as I said, when we get all the abstracts and we look at those and we we try to pick out some of the uh the best abstracts and uh we you know are able to use that funding to uh ask those people to actually come in person and present at the HamSci workshop. And it's worked out really great for, um, for the past few years. Yeah. Now let's, let's talk a little bit about your ongoing research here that, you know, cause this all ties into, um, your normal research day. So talk a little bit about that one too. Right. So we've got, I have a number of different research projects going on. Uh, the one that we've been doing at HamSci for a couple of years now is the, the Personal Space Weather Station. And that's a project where we're actually designing new instrumentation to measure things that happen out in, um, out in space and how it affects the ionosphere. And that project itself has a number of different like sub-projects to it. So we have one part of the project where we're having the Tapper organization uh, develop a new software-defined radio that meets certain uh, science, uh, certain specifications and requirements that are needed for science. Um, we have the Case Western Group. They're developing a what's a low-cost version of the Personal Space Weather Station where they call that the GRAPE. 
and its job is just to monitor WWV and CHU, but it doesn't monitor those stations the way you would listen to them with a normal radio. It's actually looking for Doppler shifts in the carrier frequency. We're able to relate that back to changes in the ionosphere. Then um, other another uh, Tapper project and New Jersey Institute of Technology project is um, developing a ground magnetometer. Um, so ground ma- measuring the Earth's magnetic field is important for radio science as well because those changes in the Earth's magnetic field, they come about because there are currents flowing overhead in the ionosphere. And um, many of your listeners have probably heard of the KP index. Well, that KP index is actually uh, a measurement made from ground magnetometers. So that's why we have that in the personal space weather station. And then uh, my friend Jonathan uh, Rizzo, KC3EEY, he wants uh, to do a VLF receiver, very low frequency uh, receiver. So we're putting that into the personal space weather station as well now too. So um, we're continuing to work on that development. We have a number of prototypes of the different instruments um, running now uh, that people have built and they're starting to collect data. And so actually at the Hamside Workshop, one of the purposes of the Hamside Workshop is to serve as a team meeting for the people who develop the personal space weather station. So we can expect to see a lot of personal space weather station presentations at the Hamside Workshop. Wow, that sounds sounds really cool. Um, if you have a question, give us a call right now, 859-982-7373, or tweet us at HamTalkLive. Um, and, and you've talked about the, the solar eclipse thing, and we've got another one of those coming up here, uh, you know, locally uh, soon. Um, and you've had the Frequency Measurement Festival. You uh, were on with uh, one of the students from Case Western Reserve, um, not long ago talking about that. So have you, have you seen anything out of that yet? And, and, and what are the kinds of things that you're, you're observing with this, uh, frequency measurement festival idea? Um, well, one of the big things we see, uh, with the, uh, frequency measurement, um, festivals, we, we see these traveling ionospheric disturbances all the time. And, uh, these are like wave-like structures, um, wave-like variations in the in the Doppler data, and uh, we can pretty much see them in almost all the data that we get. So we're trying to do that sort of analysis uh, right now. Um, now, what's interesting about traveling atmospheric disturbances? Why would why would an amateur radio operator care? Well, if you're talking on HF radio and you experience QSB, you experience fading. So you're talking to someone, they're strong for like 15 minutes and then they fade out for another 15 minutes and they come back. That could be a traveling atmospheric disturbance overhead. So we, we can see that in the grape data. Um, these traveling atmospheric disturbances, I, we see them not only in the grape data, that personal space weather station data, but you can also see them in, um, you can see them in the reverse speaking network and WhisperNet PSK reporter data too. You can see these variations in, how far um, the communications are able to go on the HF bands as a function of time. And so I've actually spent um, a lot of my time analyzing that data recently as well. I have a couple other, uh, both NSF and NASA grants to look at that. And um, I just, uh, I've been showing um, a reverse speaking network PSK reporter whisper net event of that at the conferences over the past year or so. 
And I finally just got that written up into a, a manuscript that I submitted out for publication. So hopefully that will uh, go through the peer review process soon and, and we'll see some, some more things from that too. Yeah, that, that'd be uh, great to have another article out there uh, talking about ham radio and, and physics. And um, I, I'm really impressed with, you know, the, the people that you've invited <laughs> uh, to come to Huntsville this, this year because uh, there, there's some serious science going on there with those people. And um, it just sounds like a, a really great event. So. Thank you. Uh, best of, best of luck with it and on all the research and we're we're just so thankful that you're doing that and 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 making the connection between science and and ham radio. Uh Nathaniel any any uh, other information you want to uh give to our listeners here before we take off tonight? Well, I just would like to invite everyone to participate. Um you know, we have people of all different levels. Come join us, people who are very new to ham radio and science, to people who have lots of experience. And it's really fun to watch everyone talk together and listen to each other and learn from each other. So I'm looking forward to meeting everyone, and uh, I hope that everyone can come join. All right. Well, thanks so much for taking your uh, time to be on the program tonight. And uh, as always, uh, we'll, we'll be talking to you about future projects and um, hope you can come back and, and tell us all about them. I would be glad to, Neil. Thank you. All right. That's Nathaniel Frisell, W2NAF from the University of Scranton. And uh, don't forget the HamSci workshop coming up uh, in Huntsville in March. Go to hamsci.org. And uh, you can read all about it. And if you've got something to share, make sure you you fill out that abstract uh, form on there, um, and maybe you'll you'll get some uh, some travel assistance there too, so you can go. All right. Well, that's a wrap for this week's edition of Ham Talk Live. I'd like to thank my guest again, Dr. Nathaniel Fursell, W2NAF, and everybody out there in cyberspace for listening and uh, invite you back next Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time uh, when Keith Schlottman, KR7RK, uh, will be here to talk about the 1010 International Net and what's happening on 10 meters. And for a list of all of our upcoming guests, just go to hamtalklive.com. So for now, this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, saying 7375, and may the good DX be yours. Well, you came right back to my CQ call. Readability 5 and strength 9 You never once mentioned your weather at all And I didn't mention mine We talked and talked for hours and hours I completely forgot you're a ham I don't know your power or the height of your tower Frankly, I don't give a damn So 73 to you and your family I'll be seeing you further down the log. Your 73s to you and your family. I'll be seeing you further down the log.